0: hello everybody welcome back to another episode of murder and misery our true crime podcast we are your hosts my name is heather and i know absolutely nothing about true crime
1: and my name is jillian and i consider myself somewhat of a true crime expert
0: yes jill is our true crime expert i say that i know nothing but we actually talked about in the last episode that i'm starting to know a little bit like i don't know a lot trust (laughs) me i'm like definitely very new but
1: i know a little bit so like that's a little bit better right Right, and that's the whole point of this podcast, is to teach Heather about all things true crime, both locally and nationally, and that you guys could be along for the journey.
0: Yes, because maybe you're like me and you don't know anything, or maybe you're like Jill and you do know everything and you just like to learn about more and more and more true crime. But at any rate, we just wanted to introduce ourselves, and now we will get started.
1: Okay, so um, this case is a little different, uh, only because... There's not a whole lot known on it because it's still an open investigation at the moment. I don't love that for me, but okay. <laughs> Sorry.
0: It's okay. These just kind of, like, not that they're bad to talk about by any means. I just get a little extra spooked out because I'm like, what if this per- this scary person's outside my house? You know? They're not outside your
1: house. This okay. is not Lincoln County local. Okay, thank you. Thank so, you for um, yes. And I will say, when I started investigating this case, because it did blow up on Facebook, I went into it having a completely different theory theory. Because it was like, there were so many rumors about this case, but we'll get right into it. So uh, this is the case of Cassidy Rainwater. Cassidy was a 33-year-old woman. They said she had ties to Green, Cade, and Dallas County, Missouri. We don't know a whole lot about her life other than friends and family saying that she was a kind soul. But I assume she may have been living with relatives or couch surfing at this time, which is why they have multiple counties listed. Cassidy disappeared on the 25th of July, but wasn't reporting missing. 2021? Yeah, but wasn't reported missing until about a month later in August of 2021. That's sketchy to me. That she wasn't reported? Yeah.
0: I don't like that. Right. I don't know anything yet. Sorry. I'm giving my opinions early this time. I normally wait and listen. But I just feel like it's always kind of suspicious. I mean, maybe she was flighty, so she was always in and out. And maybe they were like, oh, she's just gone. She'll come back.
1: Right. And they were what, like,
0: oh, actually she might be gone.
1: I do feel like it was one of those situations because she was like staying with different people all the time. But then I think when they didn't hear from her, they got worried. But at the same time, we have a case right now, um, me and Heather were talking about there's like an active missing woman, but at the same time, she's an adult and and so she's missing as in her family doesn't know where she is, but they can't really do a whole lot. Because she was, she's safe, right? Because they is the issue. They did find her, um, but then she just kept going (laughs) again, and so she's not. I mean, I would say, according to her family, she's still missing because they're worried about her. But as far as like the police, since she's an adult, like they can't. There hasn't been any crimes committed or anything like that. Like we know that she's
0: safe. I mean, maybe not psychologically sound at the moment. It sounds like because her family was saying that you know this isn't like her but she's clearly doing this on her own accord Mm -hmm. and obviously at first everyone was like oh my gosh she's missing like what could have happened blah blah blah. and then it found out everybody found out that like she was doing it i guess i don't know how how better to say that but like she's driving
1: the car right so like what are police supposed to do they found her at a hotel and they checked on her, and she was like, yeah, like, I'm fine. I just want to keep driving to where I'm going, which I guess nobody really... We don't really... know where she's going. Her family, question. yeah, her family doesn't know, and she's a mom, and I know some people that know her and are, like, worried about her because they did say that, like, the last year she's been having some mental struggles. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, but they said that, like, her leaving her kids is not like her. I but... don't know. I mean, yeah, I can't imagine
0: that that would be like many moms, but... Like I said, it's not like she's being held at gunpoint or, like, being forced to go. So, what are police supposed to
1: do? Exactly. And that's why our local PD posted a, they posted a... Update? Not an update. They posted, like, a public service announcement. Basically saying, you know, they tried everything they could, but unfortunately, because she is an adult, there's not much that they can do. And she's not, like, threatening to harm herself or Mm -hmm. others. So, like, they can't do anything. Right. But so, like you said, um, I think it's kind of different. I mean, her, obviously she's married and has kids, so I think her husband reported her missing, but as far as I know, um, Cassidy wasn't, so I think maybe just like one of her friends or maybe a family member realized they hadn't talked to her and then started talking to other people who were like, hey, we haven't talked to her either, and then they got worried. That makes sense. Yeah, so um, they filed the missing persons report and it said that Cassidy was last seen staying with a 58-year-old named James Phelps. When police went to question James, he told them that Cassidy had been staying with him as she was struggling at the time, but had left in the middle of the night to go to Colorado. Not much was done after this regarding her case until September 16th of 2021, when the FBI received an anonymous tip that said Cassidy was on James's property with a woman that appeared to be Cassidy, partially nude and locked in a cage. The FBI immediately passed this information over to Dallas County Sheriff's Office where they followed up on this lead with a search warrant and they ended up finding seven more pictures on James's phone of Cassidy in a cage <clears throat> yes what the heck? right and that resulted in obviously his immediate arrest. Where's Cassidy? I'm sorry this she story is not going in to the she was not in the cage well. when they got there. Oh my god, that's terrible. So, 3 days later on September 19th, police interviewed 56-year-old Timothy Norton because he was found because it was found out that Timothy and James lived together. Timothy tried to say that he was an overload trucker and lived in his vehicle, but his story did not add up according to authorities. The next day on September 20th, police took Timothy back in for questioning one more time, and this is where he admitted to restraining Cassidy earlier in July before he said that she had left. This resulted in his booking in the Dallas County Jail, and he was held there without bond. On September 23rd, police searched James's Dallas County home and surrounding properties but left the scene with no new findings. They had some DNA that needed to be tested, but they said it could be at least 30 days before they could get the results. This is where the case takes a turn. On October 4th, 2021, James's home was burned to the ground. Apparently, an officer investigating had called the firefighters after they had found a tripwire close to the home. They then called in a bomb squad from Springfield, Missouri. A few hours later, they detonated the device, and the house subsequently was burned to the ground, along with any remaining evidence. The cause of the fire at the time was suspected to be arson, obviously. Like, this made no sense to me. But Wait, um, I'm confused. I thought you said, okay, so they found, like, a tripwire. Yeah. And then they... Did, called the bomb squad.
0: And they neutralized that situation and then separately the house burnt down? Or, like, they accidentally lit the house on fire? It didn't necessarily say, but, like, I feel like... I'm just curious. I didn't know if it was, like, the police officer's fault or the bomb squad's fault or if, like, somebody came to, like, destroy
1: evidence. You know what I mean? I have a feeling it was, like, connected to the thing that they thought they detonated. Okay. But I'm not sure if they... What is it like a booby trap so no one finds I have, out there's yeah.
0: crazy secrets? Yeah, Lord. um right? I, I, I
1: love having this podcast. I hate hearing about these people. <laughs> well, this is this is down south, and the crazy thing it's is, not that far, huh? It's not that far.
0: Springfield, yeah, it's down by Springfield. I know, but that's not that far from here.
1: No, but I'm saying like down southern Missouri, southern southern down Missouri. South In southern ish Missouri, not like in Lincoln County, you know? No, I know, but I just still. It's not about where they are, Jill. They're everywhere. That's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so on October 5th, James and Timothy had their day in court via a webcam because panoramic. They needed more witnesses, though, and moved the court date back 30 days. This case started to take off on social media, mainly on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. This brings us to October 7th. Dallas County Sheriff's made a post addressing some issues. One being that people were trying to go to the crime scene. And secondly, there there was so much misinformation on this case being spread around. This is something I wanted to address briefly. And it's because I saw this case blowing up. And I was actually down south near where this was happening when I saw the posts and articles. It is in human nature to be curious and to want to talk about stuff that we don't understand. And for most of us... Hopefully, all of you listening, that involves true crime and the people that can do such heinous things. It does not make you a bad person to be interested in this stuff, but what does make someone a bad person is when they're disrespectful about it. Making up rumors and false information is not okay, and what absolutely disgusts me is when people think that it's fun and games and a joke. Going to a museum of death or the house of a murder that took place many, many years ago is one thing, but thinking it's okay to show up to an active crime scene crosses so many lines. Yeah. Cassidy has friends and family and while while me and Heather may joke around about things we try to keep it as respectful as possible to the victims and their loved ones. Yeah. Having theories and opinions is one thing but there were sites publishing that these rumors as facts and I can't imagine being Cassidy's loved ones and seeing that. Sorry for the rant it just bothered me. No I mean that makes
0: sense and like we've very briefly talked if you guys have listened to the episode about Tanner Ward he was our friend and so we went through that on facebook not to the same extent like we weren't his best friends but like we knew him and like to see everything that was posted about him and that he was tagged in on facebook was horrific like before they had even found his body like just like seeing posts every post after post after post and then when they found his body like the theories about what had happened and like what he had gone through and we don't really know like obviously we have our theories and if you want to know go listen to that episode but like, it was hard for me to read that. And there were times where I had to, like, turn off my phone because it would give me, like, a panic attack. Just it, because, like, it sucks to think that your
1: loved one went through something like that. And it wasn't even, like, people were just like, oh, like, I think this happened. It was people that were saying, like, hey, no, they literally found out that this is what happened to him. And it wasn't even true. I feel like that's what happened on Exactly. Facebook. That's like, what I'm saying. That's
0: what we were reading,
1: too. Right. So, like, whenever we talked about it, we're obviously like, I think this is what happened. But these people, when it was still you know, they had just found him, were posting this stuff like, hey...
0: I know that he was in this place Exactly, he was beat up by blah, 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 blah. And the police won't listen, but this is what happened. And it would be, like, several different people posting different stories. And, like, who knows if one or all of them are true. But, like, it just sucks to read that and, like, be unsure and to just have those uneasy feelings. Um, So, I mean, I don't know what her family went through by any means. I don't know what Tanner's family went through, but I feel like I have a small piece of understanding about like how those Facebook posts and the rumors can like really mess with your mind.
1: Right. So I I like that you said that. Thank you. Yeah, and I'll go more into detail a little bit um, later on about some of the theories. what people were, like news sources, I mean not news sources, but like blogs, like these people were supposed to be reporters and they were posting stuff as fact that didn't make any sense. Anyway, moving on to October 15th, it was concluded that the fire was a result of arson. In the report, investigators claimed that they found the explosive device in a mortar tube with a balloon cover, which featured tripwires. On October 29th, Timothy Norton filed a motion to address his bond and possibly seek a release from jail. It was not granted at that time because forensics had not been released yet. The day after, they changed judges and the case was considered a high-profile kidnapping case. This brings us to November 17th of 2021, where both James and Timothy were charged with first-degree murder. Oh, no. We learned at this time that Timothy had admitted that James asked him for help in murdering Cassidy. He admitted to holding her down while James strangled Cassidy to death with a plastic bag and then proceeded to dismember her in a bathtub. Investigators had found skeletal remains, along with some of Cassidy's remains, in a freezer bag labeled 724. There was also a gantry device found along with a cage. Some reports say that the gantry device, mainly used in processing deer, was used on Cassidy. Others say the bathtub was used. Um, Different reports, but I'm not sure. Maybe both. It came out that the pair of men were looking for victims online and near the local grocery stores. This means that there's a possibility of more victims, but none known at this time. Timothy's attorney entered a plea of not guilty to the added charges against him. The request for the bond will be heard in February of this year, 2022, when his preliminary hearing is scheduled. And that's all we know at the time of this recording. If more updates on this case come to light, we might film a follow-up episode. Um, But that being said, rest in peace to Cassidy, and we send our condolences to her and her friends and family. But I did want to go over, um, since we already got what actually happened out of the way, some of the rumors. I literally went into this case because of everything I saw online, Mm -hmm. thinking that this was a case of cannibalism. Oh, my God. And because every... Was it? Well, that's the thing. Here's here's what I'm saying. I will never say something is 100% fact. Except for that Jeremiah kid in Tanner's case is sketchy. That's a fact. I'll He's never. Sketchy. I will never say something is Again, fact. Go listen to our episode on Tanner Ward. <laughs> yeah. Plug. But I'll never say something's a fact without it being a fact, um, because they have not said yet. I will say it is extremely odd to have human meat in your freezer. In your freezer. Yeah. Labeled, which makes me think that it's a possibility. But the reports that I've seen online when this first happened was that those two literally were cannibals and that they sold like meat and stuff on the dark web and that they had fed I have literal chills um that's very scary to me right well the the main part which i know that we don't know if that's true or not but like i'm very scared well the main the main part that was said is that they had fed her remains to their neighbors
0: oh my and God. nothing as
1: that has been confirmed i will say if it does come out that they did eat her as unfortunate and disgusting as that sounds like i wouldn't be necessarily surprised but like i literally went into this case thinking all of these things that were was 100 true yeah and when i was reading it i was just like okay that's sure. not what happened at all and that's why i think it's important i mean don't get me wrong sometimes i'm bad at math but like Making up details like that and, like, reporting them as true. Like, that made me so upset that literally everybody was talking about these... They were called the Windyville cannibals. And there's, like, no proof of cannibalism, you know? That's
0: really scary. Like, I can only imagine seeing that about, like, my family member. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just thinking about, like, anyone that I know that's gone missing. Like, seeing that about them would be so gut-wrenching. Right. And then, I mean... Hopefully we don't find out that that's true because I think that that's, that would be absolutely horrific. Mm-hmm. Um, not that murder isn't, but I feel like that's, like, an extra step. But to, like, hear that and then find out that it's not true would also be terrible. Right. Just because you had to think about it.
1: Yeah. And the the police department, when they posted that thing, they were, like, angry. And, like, I get it. But, like, they were, like... They said something, I don't remember. I should have written it down. They went on, like, a tangent about, like, how people are losers and need to get a life. And if they have, they want a job, they're hiring. <laughs> and wow. Yeah. It was, like, crazy. But I can only imagine, like, how having that when all these people are coming to where they think a cannibal lived, which is still an active crime scene. Because at this point, when all these things came out, they hadn't even found her remains. Or maybe they had found them, but they hadn't publicly announced that they had found Tell me again who who was the one that came forward and said that she was in the cage oh so that was an anonymous tip to the fbi to the fbi somebody had sent a picture of her in the cage to the fbi and can i ask what kind of cage we're talking about is this like a dog kennel
0: i feel like it was like an oversized dog cage but but like this might not be necessary to know, but I'm curious, like, there are different types of cages, you know what I mean? Like a like a jail cell is a cage. hmm Are we talking, like, she had to be
1: on her hands and knees? Or are we talking, like, she was just trapped? It might have been, like, an oversized cage. But, like, hang on, let me find pictures. Okay, sorry. No, oh, you're fine. I remember I seen a picture of it, but I didn't try to, you know, measure it. This was outside, mm-hmm.
0: so he must live in a very like rural remote, rural area yeah i I don't know why, but that makes it
1: worse to me that she was outside mm hmm and I what scares me is that who knows like at that point, and of course this is speculation, but he had all that stuff set up, and I feel like. If he went to those extremes to dismember her, I have a feeling that, that was not the first time he's done that. Only because, I mean, I've never dismembered anybody, but I feel like that is not something that is comes easily to people that have literally never done it before. And this was like a one-off thing.
0: What do you mean? I don't understand. Do you like, mean like with the equipment or what do you mean?
1: Like in general, and this sounds bad, but like, I feel like if somebody, like, if you this is, like, a one-off thing and you just killed somebody, like, your first instinct is not to be, like, oh, well, I just, like, killed, killed this person bag. on a whim. Let me dismember them. You know? Yeah. I feel like that's some Dexter shit. <laughs> like, literally. Yeah. No, I hear that. I just was confused about what you were saying then. Obviously, they're killers. But I feel like this doesn't sound like having somebody completely dismembered and her body, like, parts of her body in a freezer bag labeled with the date of her death. That's next level. Yeah, I feel like that's a little bit more than the average, like, I had a mental breakdown. And some people, like, have, like, mental snaps where they're just, like, they kill somebody. And not necessarily on accident, but they just don't think about it and they lose their mind for a second. But I feel like it's a lot different when they go through all these steps that these people did. But I know it's still an ongoing investigation, and like we said before, it's completely okay to speculate and think about these things, but we would never come on here and be like, yeah, these people definitely killed other people. I feel like they might have, because it doesn't make sense Yeah, we're suspicious, but we don't know that that's
0: true. Exactly. Obviously, the police have not released everything to us. Right. But it gives me hope knowing that they've, like, thoroughly searched the place, which I know that it's burned down now, but before then, they were able to go through and, like, search the place. So, Mm -hmm. hopefully, they either found evidence enough to, like, be able to find another person, which, dear God, I hope that that's not the case. But hopefully, either they know that it happened, or they could say, We feel confident that we searched and there's no other evidence that anyone else was here. You know what I mean? Right. So hopefully we'll be able to get, which I know that the hearing's not for a little bit, but hopefully we'll be able to get some kind of like closure (laughs)
1: of the idea. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think there's still a lot more that is going to come out in the following month, I guess. So are, I agree. Um, Are they just, the two
0: guys, the guys who did it, are they just not talking?
1: Well, that one guy did, like, admit to it. So, like, did they ask him if they consumed? I I don't know. But here's the thing where I'm thinking why they kept a lot of this stuff secret. Because when they found her remains in the freezer, I think the reason that they, because they held on to it for a hot minute, but I think it was because they didn't want to say anything until they knew for a fact Mm -hmm. that it was. And I guess DNA testing takes a long time. But... Mm. Yeah, I just wanted to do that one, mainly because, like I said, I went into it thinking it was a completely different situation. Um, I mean,
0: I kind of disagree with what you're saying, though. Like, it wasn't that you thought it was a completely different situation. Well, I went into it thinking that that for it was fact that they were cannibals. They very well
1: could be. Well, but it's just not certain. Mainly that, like, mainly the the thoughts that I had were like, okay, like. This is, like, crazy. Which, don't get me wrong, this is still crazy. And anybody that loses their life is very sad. But, like, I went into it thinking that this was, like, a case of these people are heavily involved in the dark web, selling things. And they could have been, though. Well, from what the police said in that post, they were trying to say that it had no connection to it. I know that they said good life, but I didn't know that they, like, were trying to say none of that was true. Right. But... I'm not, I mean, who actually knows? Because who knows where the person that submitted the photo and gave a hint yeah, where he got it from, which I'm sure maybe the FBI knows. I'm not 100% sure, but I went into it thinking that this guy was just feeding all his neighbors human remains, which I really hope is not the case. Um, and I don't think it is. I will no longer be eating food from my neighbors.
0: <laughs> I don't even. A new fear unlocked from Murder in Misery podcast saying. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I I understand what you're saying completely. I, too, wonder, like, where the photo came from, the anonymous photo for the FBI, because neither of these guys came forward. You would think that if they were going to send a photo to the
1: FBI, they would just go to the police. You know what I mean? Right. But then again, this is a very small town. And I'm not trying to say small towns. Police departments are, like, horrible, but... I do not think even here where
0: we had the Pam Hup situation, listen to episode one. (laughs) Um, And two. And two. (laughs) Where they had made all those mistakes and like seemed to even try to cover up what was happening. I still do not think if I walked into the police department or sheriff's department or whoever we're talking about and said, I have a person caged in my yard. And I, or I had a person caged in my yard and then I dismembered them and put them in my freezer. Mm -hmm. I am 100% sure that they would be like, what are you talking about? Let's get to the bottom of this. Right. Yeah. Or they would be like, let me take it to the psych ward. Right. You know? But like, I do not think that they would be like, go home. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel like they would be like, that's a weird thing to say. Yeah. At least I hope. Well, I'm not 100% sure. They
1: might just, I be just said like, that I
0: was 100% sure, but let me change it to, like, 99.
1: Okay? We do have faith. I need a little bit of question. We have some faith. Everybody, so if you're a new listener, we live in the same town where um, Pam Hupp committed murder. And um, our police department did not do.
0: They didn't handle it well.
1: No, they didn't. But I will say. It wasn't say, the
0: police. It was the sheriffs. I always get that. What is it? sheriff's department the sheriff's
1: department it was not the police sorry to be clear troy pd don't come for me but i will say that everybody in the sheriff's department has changed all of our local officials have changed since that um and hopefully learned from their mistakes that they made during that whole um fiasco of a case but i i gotta be completely honest here if i was murdered and there was a lot of speculation, and people were not sure what happened. I would probably want somebody from Lake Chesterfield or Lake St. Louis that has more. more. what is it? Experience in those things. Because. Who's to say they have more experience? You know me, people get murdered in St. Louis. You said Lake St. Louis. Lake St. Louis is not St. Louis, my friend. Did I? I, I think I said St. Said- Charles or Lake St. Louis. Oh, I thought you said St. Charles or Lake St. Louis. No. Lake St. Louis isn't know. But like I feel like St. Charles and Chesterfield and Saint Saint Louis. You'll have to figure out when you're editing if I said like or like like. But you I meant you probably said
0: like. I don't know.
1: I meant actual like Saint Louis City. Um, just because I feel like they deal with that a lot more than we do here. Even though we do obviously have some crime. We don't get murders every day. I understand your sentiment, but i don't know that i would do the same i want my murder solved Does somebody murders me i mean i feel like you could solve my murder that one thing where it's like if i die i don't want the police involved i just want two white women that have a true crime podcast <laughs> on my case <laughs> we will do our best y'all if you send it to us we'll try our hardest just don't expect the numbers to be right
0: yeah i will have to be in charge of the numbers my yeah. friends I
1: will definitely have to be in charge of the numbers. (laughs) It says here that she was murdered in 1997. Jill, that says 2017. (laughs) That's what it would be like.
0: (laughs) Jill would be like, she was stabbed 87 times. No, Jill, Jill, that was eight. Eight times. Oh, I got one of the numbers
1: right. (laughs) Listen, my dyslexia on top of my speech impediments makes me wonder why some of you guys listen to this podcast. But I do my best we do our best and we appreciate you guys listening yes for sure
0: well i guess we will just try our best to keep you guys updated and if anything else comes out during their court case court hearing mm -hmm, um we will probably do a little follow-up episode
1: whether it's just like a bonus thing or a full episode will kind of depend on the outcome so be on the lookout for that Um, Who knows if it's going to get pushed back, because I know it originally got pushed back because of the panoramic, and now that cases are spiking again, hopefully it'll still be on time, but who knows. Yeah.
0: We will do our best to keep up on it and keep you guys up on it, and if you guys hear anything,
1: let us know. Yeah. And I've been loving all the submissions that I've been getting for more local crime, so... Keep sending And those. I've been loving that I have
0: not been getting the submissions <laughs> for more local crime. Yeah, I need to take this one one week at a time. I can't. I would get overwhelmed if I were you. But you obviously know about a lot of these, and I do not. So,
1: I I think it's interesting. interesting. Keeping I me out of it. I haven't. I, I screenshot what everybody sends me, but I only look them up one one at a time. Yeah. Well, keep sending them to Jill.
0: Either if you know us personally, you can send them directly to her. Or, again, as always, you can keep sending them to our Instagram. Uh, message us and just make sure you put, "Do not read this," Heather. Well, you can uh, follow us on that Instagram. Our handle is Murder and Misery. Same for our TikTok, and we will be sure to include all of our references in the show notes. And you can. Find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher and more and we will see you guys here next Thursday for another episode. All right, bye. Bye.